This is the Real Estate Guru 254 podcast and we are just rolling up on episode number one. Today I'm in studio all alone. You guys are going to want to keep it locked here because we're building highly incisive content for you on the real estate market in Kenya. And we can promise you this, it won't be your conventional run-of-the-mill kind of show. We will have bare knuckles expose on some of the schemes in this industry where you face the greatest investment risks. We aim not just to educate and inform you, but also to inspire you to get the most out of your experience with investing in real estate because we believe it is time-tested, backed by real assets, and perhaps one of the surest ways to secure not just your own future, but to deliver a lasting legacy to the generations that will precede you. So, let's get into it. Where did this all start? So guys, this has been a really long journey just to get started. You know, getting past the overthinking and contemplation has been the biggest first step we had to take but here we are starting of all things a podcast on real estate in kenya we toyed around with many names and i have to tell you that we very nearly named this podcast flying by the seat of our pants uh euphemism for we absolutely don't know what we're doing or even where we should start so let's get into it first things first i'm gonna do introductions my name is david warubimbatian i'm a husband a father a son i'd like to think a friend to many a real estate enthusiast digital marketer and now a digital content creator alongside many other hats i have worn many moons past in 2018 alongside two very good friends i founded realestateguru.co.ke and thrust myself you know headlong into this industry launching the website exactly four years ago on this very day but the journey didn't begin four years ago uh, more like 14 years ago that happened quite nonchalantly sometime around 2008 i say nonchalantly because i reluctantly made a foray into the world of real estate investing by joining my wife in making our very first ever property purchase the truth is that i literally stood aside and let her run with it Save for reluctantly driving to several sites she had considered worthwhile. And, you know, I also worked with a lawyer who represented us in the transaction. I think to this very day, <laughs> I don't believe that purchase would have been her first choice. But I think that she thought uh, I would be happy with the choice since it was perhaps the only option I was least vocal about. Which is to say I perhaps had the least negative <laughs> commentary on that particular property. So... I think the lesson I learned with that purchase was always to be engaged in the major decisions of my home as its head. But that's a story for another day. I want you guys to stay tuned and one day I might just tell you how I goofed and nearly cost us that property. But in all fairness, you know, I just didn't have an understanding of a lot of things I understand today. And yes, I was, you know, also perhaps a lot more preoccupied with other ideas that seemed, you know, at least in my mind, more engaging or productive. So again, that's where my journey began. That's me. But by 2010, having gathered a bit of steam, late that year, I met someone who would, you know, for all intents and purposes, he became the one who really helped me develop a passion for real estate, you know, and helped me to seriously consider all the many possibilities that real estate 
portended for wealth creation and financial stability. And these were things I was, uh, you know, honestly seeking after for my family because, you know, at the time I had already fully transitioned into the uncertain, rough and tumble world of being an entrepreneur. You know, and all that comes with that. So that chance encounter with who was later to become my trainer and mentor in matters of real estate was, I'd like to believe, somewhat cathartic for both of us. You know, on the one hand, I had the skills that he produced to build on his passion. And on the other hand, in me, he would find an eager student keen to learn about an industry I had very little knowledge about. So between 2011 and 2016, he and I had this on and off relationship. I helped him build his some of his business websites and you know I helped him develop publications and online communications for the business. You know I would attend his trainings and you know help to assess uh, the clinics including collecting feedback from uh, the participants. So he was doing training and I, I would just come in and be like a, an overseer you know. But we were not fully engaged with each other at this point. And it was during this time that you know a lot of my business development skills in this industry were built up. He even reminded me many years later that I had actually helped him pick a business name for his company and I was completely uh, taken by surprise because I had no recollection of it. Yeah. Flash forward to 2017 and we worked together for a full year with me doing many of the very uh, same tasks but on this occasion I was also involved in helping build strategy for the business scheduling existing training while also developing new business platforms to connect with clients including developing the investing arm of the business because he was primarily doing training I was also performing many of the front-end and back-end tasks which would also provide me with an opportunity to interact with industry professionals but also to collect a lot of research broadly on various aspects of the industry so about that relationship so <laughs> it worked um, for a while at least I'd say all of 2017 and and long enough for me to get properly initiated and to cut my teeth in doing some of the erstwhile things that you know one must essentially learn by doing yeah so Real estate requires a very hands-on, very practical approach where most of what you will learn is experiential. Without that component, most people who own property are primarily what the industry would term as consumers and not as investors. It's important to state that even as a consumer, I think for me, one can still build wealth in this industry. However, you know, your acquisitions are not optimized for that goal. They're not optimized for wealth creation. So I learned to communicate about property offers, you know, write letter, letters of offer for, for properties that were available for sale and which we had negotiated with, with the potential prospective buyers. I learned to develop project proposals. I built some project management skills, you know. I learned to sell property. In fact, the very first property I ever closed on successfully was in Kerarapon, which is somewhere between Ngong and, and Karen in Nairobi. Yeah, I learned about uh, relationship management skills and so much more. Uh, and I think because naturally I'm the sort of person that throws myself at anything that requires me to learn and apply new skills. I was actually very excited at gaining new knowledge about the real estate space and networking with people in the industry. You know, however, the most important thing I, I learned during that time was to consistently seek knowledge about the industry, be it by maintaining close contact with the marketplace through 
uh, reading various journals and other uh, publications about real estate and about investing or through interactions with other investors and industry professionals and, and other players uh, in the industry visiting properties on offer to assess the potential you know and especially beginning to understand the different market segments you know we we focused especially on emerging neighborhoods you know understanding the distinctions between different market segments for me was very instructive because you know for instance i could then be able to see the character of owner occupied residential markets vis-a-vis those that are, those that are, are pre- predominantly driven by tenancy or what we call renters markets you know by taking a keener interest in the market i began to see and to understand market and industry perspectives i had never seen or understood hitherto so the experience was a great eye-opener and even perhaps what gave me renewed impetus to my interest in the property market i was this greatest lesson that led me to where i am today you know building real estate guru.co.ke and trying to engage with the market at that level so we constantly get that question you know what are we about and i have to say you know the truth of it is that the entire philosophy of real estate guru 254 has evolved over the four years of our existence have we found the very best way to define what we do or a name that encapsulates everything that we are not yet but in a nutshell we are all about changing perspectives you know, helping investors to develop accurate narratives about the marketplace by helping them develop their market intelligence. I'd say that in the struggles, or, you know, of our four-year journey so far, um, we discovered it was never going to be enough to tell people that what we wanted to do is to educate and inform people about the market so that they could make better uh, real estate investment decisions. That rarely for us ever put food uh, on the table. So when we created the website, our goal was really to launch a platform where we would enable or facilitate the success of investors by equipping them with the tools and what they needed to know to get good at investing in real estate. And our target audience was on the consumer side of the market. Since most of the people playing in the industry at that level of investors are, you know, fairly well informed, perhaps even more informed than we we are. But they were also the ones with positions in the market that were already optimized for growth and sustainable incomes and wealth creation. So we could see an entire ecosystem where their knowledge and expertise could be leveraged by that target audience, the one that we had. But you know, investors were not primarily what we'd call our, you know, what we'd call our primary focus. So again, you know, the name guru perhaps suggests that you know we are the knowledgeable ones. But the guru was never going to be me you know or for that matter any one single individual rather i always intended for it to encompass the full range of industry practitioners you know people competent by right of being professionals or practitioners in their fields be it in finance conveyancing and other legal services in those services that they rendered to the industry and included there are people who had achieved success by gaining an intimate understanding of the industry and many others who could provide accurate information that would be beneficial to investors in their decision making processes so real estate guru was designed you know primarily to do that 
uh, provide a platform to connect to information delivered by authorities in their own right and who have capacity therefore to speak authoritatively about the different facets of the marketplace but you know for some reason the vast majority of people in the consumer segment only ever want to what we probably say eat the sausage you know they <laughs> they just couldn't be bothered with how sausages are made why would they you know if the sausage tastes just fine right and yet, based on my own journey, where I had gone through some, you know, labor pains at the beginning, not understanding how things were done, that was the clearest vision I had to probably tell those people uh, how the sausage is made so that, if nothing else, they may begin to understand how to do what they were already doing, perhaps. Just possibly, you know, more informed, more enlightened about where the opportunities lay and even possibly how to improve the outcomes of their investment decisions. Uh, are we there yet? No. <laughs> no, it has never felt like that was enough, though. But then, you know, came the pandemic and, and everything just seemed to shift. <laughs> and, and that's perhaps understating it, actually. Everything really got upended. So as we launch, you know, right now, the world is faced with, you know, ever-mounting crises on multiple fronts, you know, just as we seemed to be moving past the COVID-19 pandemic, up pops up the Russia-Ukraine war, and then very quickly, you know, another global health threat shows up in monkeypox. You know, many global economies, um, even the developed ones, are reeling from the rising cost of fuel and increased cost of living, and there seems to be a mounting global debt crisis, you know, and can has not been spared. You know, global food security has been threatened again by the war in Ukraine, but perhaps also over the years by you know events um, over the last two years you know we're seeing stock markets also reeling from you know lackluster performances which you know these are carryovers from the effects of the pandemic on global trade and you know internally for many countries or at the macro economic level because of the effects of the lockdowns on on those economies so generally there is an impending sense that we're about to see even more austerity you know kenya has just come off you know a very titillating election you know with one candidate stirring the electorate with fresh new ideas that were you know on the face of them populist um you know the real estate market is desperately soft right now that just means that you know demand is very low while there is an oversupply and so for even the hardened stalwarts of of real estate the general feeling is that of let's take a wait and see approach i think even properties priced at the very bottom of the market uh, you know struggling to sell so this is where we are my personal sentiment and also perhaps also why we've actively chosen to engage you know in this way with uh with our, with our audience via podcast is that this is exactly the time to try new ideas and most definitely to work on old ideas in new and refreshing ways. If there's one thing I'd like you to take away from this particular launch, whether you become an ardent follower or not of this podcast, is that there's a lot of opportunity, even when on the face of it, things don't seem absolutely to be going in the right direction. You know, what have we observed to be true about the market? You know, where then are the real opportunities for anybody looking to build a strategy or blueprint for investing in real estate beyond, you know, the horrific past two years? For us, one of the most exciting opportunities is in food production. And specifically, 
as it relates to real estate. So this would be in farming, in leasing of land. These we see as very big opportunities. Truth is, people will always eat food. And with the current threats to local and global food security, there must be surely some unseen opportunities just beyond the veil. If, you know, if we are keen to think about the problems staring us all in the face. I think the naysayers have long since buried real estate and are currently fleeing. What we are seeing is a shift in capital uh, towards the bond bonds market, specifically the public infrastructure bonds, which have very high yields at this point. You know where the rates are on the ascendancy. You know because the government is beginning to borrow uh, very heavily in domestic to service you know local infrastructure projects. So moving on. What will this podcast be about? So we will be discussing a wide variety of topical issues on real estate in Kenya and hosting a wide variety of industry players across the entire spectrum of the industry, ranging from legal, banking, finance professionals, you know, surveyors, valuers, property developers, and other traders in the industry, agribusiness practitioners from farmers to exporters, construction specialists, you know, and we want to be focusing especially those doing construction work, using low-cost technologies yeah we'll be talking to individuals involved in public policy formulation for the industry and much much more we are not limiting who we want to invite onto the podcast as a guest as long as they can provide insight into a conversation connected to the industry we will be very happy to have them we will also feature human interest stories to learn from the successes of those who have you know cut their teeth in this industry and even those who have managed to build their fortunes in this space and you know how they're using their fortunes to create impact beyond themselves we are all given the gift of imagination and creativity and we all have the opportunity to build something that can outlast us i think people call this a legacy so we're here for a while and then we're gone our big goal with this podcast is to create a community of people who seek growth through their shared and different experiences in the real estate space in kenya i am a big believer in both excellence and temperance and i want to just define what that what i mean by that i believe if you wish to do something if you wish to do anything do it well or not at all and and as far as temperance goes i believe that wealth can be generated for good that extends beyond self. I actually think that because we, you know, human beings in general, tend to think primarily about self, many of us tend to get stuck in the pursuit of things that are good for us, but without the understanding that the same things are good for others too. All can prosper, all can thrive if we cooperate and build strategies that are mutually beneficial. So I do have some goals here that extend beyond just making money from real estate. I am also a big believer and the productive use of land. And more and more at this time, I see that there are massive opportunities to create incomes and grow capital by feeding people. If we ever had to choose between food and shelter, for example, I think food would trump food would likely trump that argument the choices aren't mutually exclusive so one may ask you know why not both and i would say yes you know why not both my observation though is that we have tended to focus on one to the exclusion of the other when we speak about real estate so for example uh, many people own plots 
that they have owned for several years but which do not provide them with an income. In times of austerity such as these, you know, when incomes take a hit as what happened during the worst of the COVID pandemic, you know, or now with the rising costs of living, those people uh, would, and, and I'm in the market close, so I see a lot of those people making the choice to sell those plots rather than use them to feed themselves. And that inevitably defeats the very purpose for which they acquired them in the first place, which was, you know, quite possibly to build a home when they had sufficient funds to do so. So the problem reverts to income. I believe that if people are well-fed, you know, have good incomes, it is easier to solve the problem of where they live with less fuss, you know? This is the proverbial question about whether we put the cart before the horse or vice versa. This journey we are about to embark on shall be shared. That's our goal. And we are counting you in. Welcome for this ride. So please feel free to leave us a comment. Please feel free to ask any questions you might have and even recommend any conversations that you may want to have featured we really really want to hear what you have to say and we'll be glad actually to make new connections you know rate this podcast wherever you come across it and if you've learned something new please leave a review subscribe and share with those in your networks your friends your family we'll go a long way to supporting this podcast so that we can continue to produce it please feel free to reach out uh, to us on our social media handles to connect you know with us uh, including referring uh, possible guests to our show if you have a story in this space the real estate space that can inspire inform and educate we would love to hear from you you know hit us up on email our email address is info at realestateguru.co.ke realestateguru is one word info is i-n-f-o info at realestateguru.co.ke alternatively you could send us a whatsapp message we will leave all the contacts and links in the description of this podcast here below for those of you again who have a story to share you know we will be including a, a google form where you can you know just tell us a little bit about yourself and we'd love to have you on this show if you're listening to this podcast on spotify or on anchor or any other uh, podcasting platform that we may be using please add it to your favorites you know follow the podcast and if you'd like to support our work with this podcast financially we have included the ways in which you can do so in the link that's included in the description you you can also reach out to our marketing team on email again and if you'd like to advertise on this podcast so thank you so so much for your love and support we totally appreciate it we're looking forward to engaging with all of you catch you soon on the next episode thank you very much for your time